I'm Alan Hall, president of WeatherGuard Lightning Tech, and I'm here with the founder and CEO of InstaStore, Phil Tataro, and the chief commercial officer of WeatherGuard, Joel Saxum. And this is your Newsflash. Newsflash is brought to you by our friends at InstaStore. If you need actionable information about renewable projects or technologies, check out InstaStore at InstaStore.com. InstaStore released information on onshore wind turbine profitability on LinkedIn. It provided a unique insight into the specific turbine profitability and garnered several hundred thousand views. Okay, Phil, explain what that chart means and why we should care. This chart on uh, asset owner net profit after they've achieved a net positive return on capital. What that means is if you've spent, let's say, $200 million on building a project, once your project is paid back that $200 million plus, how much is really left over and which makes and models of turbine are actually giving you the best possible financial return. What we came to the conclusion of with this was the turbines that are towards the top of this list uh, are the ones that have a fairly reasonable capacity, net capacity factor, but they also have a pretty high PPA, a legacy PPA, um, that's usually on the order of you know, $65, $70, $75 plus. Um, those are the turbines that are going to end up producing the best financial performance for you, not necessarily just the ones with the best technical performance. What if we're talking, we want to talk apples to apples. So if I have the same piece of ground and the same wind resource in one spot, what is the best performing technically turbine? What make models should we be actually installing and why? And that ranking, what we've got are GE and Vestas are at the top. And then you've actually got Siemens, uh, Siemens Gamesa, and uh, Goldwind are actually the three and four, and Nordex Siona is number five. GE Investus do get a bit of preferential treatment that they've got kind of the better performing project sites. But at the end of the day, the turbine availability is going to be one of the largest determining factors of that profitability because whatever your net capacity factor is, it's just, you know, what the site does. So uh, a project site that's got, let's say, a 45 to 50% net capacity factor, but only a $12 megawatt hour PPA financially is going to underperform a project site that's got, you know, a 25% capacity factor, but an $80 megawatt hour PPA. But when it gets down to same site, which turbines are better? And what I think I'm seeing in this data, Phil, is the smaller turbines outperform the bigger turbines, and it's not even really close. They are, and the reason for that is they benefit a lot from the legacy power purchase contracts. Basically, it makes up for the fact that their net capacity factor is a lot lower than a brand new, you know, shiny turbine that's got like a 45 or a 50% net capacity factor. The question of how do you best take advantage of the project site is by maintaining the, the best possible turbine with the best availability, um, regardless of make and model. The yeah, question is, is which one of those is the best? Which model is, puts the, has the least inputs to make it be running all the time? I want, I want an old locomotive train that just chugs all day long. That's what I want. What turbine is that? You're looking at uh, a GE 1516 with the newer rotor, you know, either the 87, the 91, the 97 meter rotor on a repowered, you know, GE 15 or 16 that used to have a 70, 75, 82 and a half meter rotor 
now with these these longer blades, they're actually extracting more value out of out of a project site. Vestas, it's the V150 4.5 is actually their top performing one. But towards the top of the list, you've actually got the V120 2 and 2.2 megawatt, uh, the V116 2 and 2.2 megawatt, and the even the legacy V100 1.8. Looking also at Siemens Gamesa, you've got the 3 megawatt, 2.3 and 3 megawatt, 113 meter rotor, the uh, 2.3 and 3 megawatt, 101 uh, are towards the top of the list. And also the Gamesa uh, designed 3.4, 132. So those are the ones that have actually performed the best and they've actually outperformed the newer models. And the reason for that is that if you've got a reasonable enough net capacity factor and you've got a really high PPA, that's always going to trump a project site that's got a really poor PPA, but a really great net capacity factor. In that case, you're always better off with a smaller turbine that's more reliable. So you're talking about a 1.5 to 2.5 megawatt machine, generally speaking, most likely from GE or Vestas and occasionally a Siemens machine. Those are the ones you want to stick to if you want to have the most profitable project. That is actionable information, and that's why we love you, Phil. So if you want more information like this, reach out to Intastore, intastore.com. Reach out to Phil, to Tara on LinkedIn, and he can connect you up with this great information. <music>